Hey, it's Trevor Sternad here from the Black Dahlia Murder. You're listening to Mosh Mag. Turn it up. This is Steve Zetro Sousa from Exodus. And you're listening to Mosh Mag. Turn it up. Okay, everyone. Number 25. Another episode of Mosh Mag. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, I forget all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do, you know. <laughs> why? No, I mean, we can, no, no, let, just go on, because, like, I just, I'll go on. Why am I so bad at the beginning? It's about getting started. I have this anxiety about starting, how I'm going to start it. Is it going to mesh up with the shit at the front? So I don't know. Anyway, hello, everyone. How are you doing? Hello, everybody. There. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we're finally back. And and we have a few things to talk about. Not a lot of stuff going on in the metal yeah. world. And it's kind of trip that we... Uh, it's a slow week. It's a slow week, but the shit is just depressing and it is it's not even good shit you know it's not like yeah there's a new album coming out or hey this is going on uh i think we have lazy people in the metal industry i think that is what's going on right people are just dying (laughs) people are either dying or not doing anything else so let's just speaking of death yeah speaking of death (laughs) that was our segue great 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 I know, I know. Yeah, um, Jill Janice, she had passed away, and I heard she was in the band uh, Huntress. Huntress. Yeah, and lead singer. Yeah, lead singer, and she was from uh, yeah Cali and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, she committed suicide, and she was only forty three years old, and absolutely beautiful woman, man. I'm, jeez, yeah. I just, it just tells you that I. Depression is just so deep, and it doesn't doesn't give you know any warnings or anything like that. But you know, it doesn't matter what you do. Or nothing. Much how much money you, money have, you have, have? I mean, how well yeah. off? Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. And it's just you know, I I know personally about the struggles, but not personally as in me. But you know, and, yeah, yeah, it really does. It really does. And this next death. Scott, it is an absolute trip about this because there's so much, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on with it, and it's uh, Devin Davis. Uh, of course, that's um, Jonathan Davis from Corn. Uh, that's his wife. Yeah. She's, uh, she died the other day at 39 years old, so it's four days ago. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah, um, well, what uh, her manager is actually saying that it was an overdose. Apparently, she's been going through a bunch of things. Um, I mean, you guys, it's all over. It's all over the news and everything. Poor thing. She's, she was, uh, the night beforehand, unfortunately, she, her and Jonathan Davis got, in a, uh, got he actually had a restraining order against yeah. her the night before this all happened. So, who knows if that has to do with it. I mean, if I was him, I'd feel terrible. I, you know, it's... Even though it might not have anything to do with it, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but he'll always probably feel bad for that. Yeah, it's yeah, it up. totally. I, I and it, it's really weird because this this was even on TMZ, and I guess when he had the restraining order out, it, it when it finally came out as being active as a restraining order against her, mm-hmm. she had then already passed away. 
So it was like it, it was right when it came out. Then I guess that she had been she uh, either I don't know if she has been served the restraining order or it. But I just know all I knew at the end it was just like it was given it, it was given out publicly, and then all of a sudden she was gone. But they don't say that she was in a, in, like. They don't know what really what was going on. Like, do do they know if it was a suicide or just an overdose? They just think it was an overdose. Uh, they allegedly think it's an overdose. Do, Her manager has made that statement. Okay. So, do you... Th- I don't know. It's kind of a trip. It's very interesting that they're having all these problems and then she passes away and then... But didn't you tell me that she had a restraining order and he she he, couldn't even do the dog team? Yeah, yeah, that's the, the one that he just did. That's what I read earlier was that, yeah, he basically, he just had a restraining order against her, um, stating that she couldn't go near the kids or even the family. Her death was confirmed on Friday, August 17th, the same day her estranged husband filed a domestic violence restraining order against her, which sought to prevent her from contacting her children or even the family dog. Wow. Wow, that's pretty sad when you can't even. Oh, uh, see. Dog. However, it was believed that she wasn't aware of the order at the time of her death. Huh? I say so, bullshit. But she, yeah, I, yeah. Hopefully not, and maybe so maybe that didn't man, have anything to do with can, it. I mean, you know what? Even though you know you're you're having problems and you're like you know like you have a restraining order, you still how how freaking messed up can you be right now? Ah, I just I can't I can't even imagine what he's going through. I mean, l- yeah, let alone I, what she you know, what was going kids, through. Oh dude. yeah, I know everything. Kids, I mean that's the worst. They had two kids, uh, born in '05, I think one and oh, wow. seven. Wow. So you're 10, 11 seven, years eleven old, years old. So yeah. So they wow. know what's going on around them. That's just it's sad. And what's sad is I guess a lot of what's going on in the house. I was reading too is. One of their children were diagnosed with um, diabetes not too long ago. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, di- one, uh, where they have to give them shots. Yeah, type one. And that was a lot of their arguments was about, um, you know, who gave them the shot last, these kinds of things. And it was like tearing, the, tearing them apart, all kinds of things, man. Wow. That's, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't think really, I don't think people when they look back is like, how, how can they do that? To their children, I really don't think mentally that that she's thinking about harming anything like that. Like, oh, let me—I'm going to show him. I just think, man, that that the way it sounds, it sounds like maybe she just kind of went off the deep end and needed drugs to calm her ass down, and then she just took it a little bit too far. But they were talking about fentanyl and uh, Norco and some other shit, like coke and all that. So. And nitrous. Yeah, nitrous. Like, what the fuck? Who does that shit anymore? Do you remember back in the day when we... God, what did we do? It was called speed... Whippets. Whippets. But whippets, I know. God, I worked at (laughs) 7-Eleven. You never returned goddamn whipped creams I got to big... I don't know what's all wrong, sir. I don't know why there isn't... Your whipped cream isn't working. Shit. Maybe I'm in the back all doing whippets because I have the night shift at fucking 7-Eleven in Dublin. Oh, my God. Um, it's... But, no, what was that one thing? It was, like, airplane fuel, and we would, like... It was Rush. Oh, it was Rush. Yeah, it was Rush, remember? And we used to buy that, like... Yeah, at the freaking Devil's Market. Right. 
Well, oh, sorry, guys. I know. Well, nice Still plug open. for Devils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that was so weird. And I remember going, "Holy shit! I can't believe you can buy this shit." That was weird shit. Anyway, if you yeah, guys know, yeah, it was like airplane fuel, and you would inhale it, shit, and yeah. it would just be. Do you know what we would just dip cigarettes in it? Oh, no, I, I didn't smoke cigarettes. Well, well, we were crazy. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't smoke cigarettes. A car. Yeah, that's stuff that we did. No, no, <laughs> I know. Fun. You know what? I I can't believe we're we're, we're still alive. Oh, did you? Yeah. The shit that we well, did. The stuff that but I you tried, know, we yeah. didn't do any hard shit. And we never kind of yeah. mixed our shit. We, you know, if no. we were gonna do something, it was gonna be one thing, and then always with yeah, alcohol. It was always trial and error. It wasn't free. right, right. Yeah, okay. Trial and error. Oh. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? Trial and error. That's what I'm going. Going. <laughs> trial and error. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that. Trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Slash came out and he had said something here, and it's uh, he has a quote of uh, Aerosmith, the band Aerosmith is one of the last real rock and roll bands around. Uh, I I love that I love that we're talking. You know what? I start thinking about it when I read it, and I think one reason we're kind of really talking about it is like. Really, he's kind of true. What other major bands like in rock and roll and metal that we have that is called a, like a super group? And why doesn't metal have super groups? Would you consider well, Slayer a super group? No, no, no. No. I mean, um, Metallica, I is think there they would a, be. Yeah, I guess. I mean, now what, what are we determining a super? That's group? well, I'm I'm thinking like something. Remember back in the day when we would go to concerts and like we'd see Ozzy. Ozzy yeah. was like bigger than God. Or like Pink Floyd. Right, that kind of shit. That was huge. Right, dude. these bands, but bands that like remember Van Halen, and then I hate to bring yeah. it up, but Van Halen was a like you had yeah, a, you had band. a fucking lead singer. Like these were rock. These were fucking. That was rock and roll, man. That was like fucking. Yeah. Their whole persona was rock and roll. And that's what I kind of look as a super group. Like a band that is just like, a, they're just fucking rock stars, man. They're fucking See, rock you know stars. What? I think Motley Crue would be something like that, too. Right, okay. I would have to say that, yeah. But they're no longer around. Yeah. So Aerosmith, but way. Aerosmith isn't really around anymore. They, they come out of the woodwork fucking and they'll go back under, you know, and. You know, it's funny, it's back in the day when they came back and did their kind of comeback or whatever with all the, you're my angel and all yeah. that shit. Uh, you know, I just remember them coming back. It was it was pretty amazing because I would want to see bands. I'm not going to bring up a bunch of bands. But actually, Guns N' Roses opened for them. A bunch of bands I wanted right. to see at the time right. were opening for Aerosmith. Right. It's like that's how Aerosmith came back on the scene. They would let these other bands that were slowly coming up, right. I think that they kind of felt were going to be big. They'd let them open for right. them, and it brought them back because those people were like, "Oh shit!" Like Guns had Appetite for Destruction out, and everybody had that album, right? And everybody knew that album, and they were opening for freaking Aerosmith, right? And so it was like, and I saw them opening for them. Uh, you know, when Skid Row was huge, I saw them up for Aerosmith. Right. It was just weird. All those kind of bands came up with Aerosmith, so I saw them a bunch of times. I was, it was almost as if I was like forced to like them. It was <laughs> right. weird. 
But they, I'll tell you what, they put on an amazing live show. Yeah. Every single time right. I've seen Aerosmith, the show, it's been amazing. I, I, I remember when you were talking about bands like that, like opening bands. Like, I remember I remember seeing um, New Year's Eve and I saw um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And that's when you oh, know, yeah. Blood Sex Magic came out. And I, it's, I saw, um, it was Primus. It was... Um, yep. But Primus was really Primus was playing everywhere in the Bay Area, so it was yeah. Kinda, they do every yeah. Right. They do their New Year's but Eve I show. had um, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and these been, Nirvana had just came out with Teen Spirit like the video like maybe a yep. month before. So I was seeing this, and then like Pearl Jam was the the they were the opening band, and it was such yeah, a trip to see those bands and then come up. I even saw. Um, Rob Zombie, when he opened for um, Danzig at the Warfield, <laughs> that was a trip because I remember sitting there. It was one of the first real big dates with my wife, you know, the girlfriend at the time. But I remember I took her to that show because we're both Danzig fans. We go there and go see the show, and all of a sudden Rob Zombie is up there, and we're listening to this shit, and we're going, wow, this shit's pretty fucking good. And I remember saying it. I go, I think this guy's got what it takes, you know, and we're sitting there evaluating this guy and then he really turns out to be the real deal and it was, it was really fucking kind of cool. But but yeah, I I, I think in, in theory of, of big bands, I I don't see any anything huge coming out now. Yeah. And I think it's because no. the music that that you, you're not... Why? Why is it that a rap, a rap guy can come out with something and he's like the biggest fucking thing, and four months from now you won't hear shit about him ever, ever, nope. ever fucking again? Yep. But they'll have all this fucking money, and I don't understand how 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 is it in the rap game? Is it different because they do absolutely everything? They're great at mixing. They're great at fucking doing absolutely everything, and then they have to pay no. them more. But then tell me why that that they don't have to rely on on merch and fucking concerts to oh really they rely fun. on merch dude. i They're, understand they do it's, it's social media and merch yeah That's but I, i'm i'm seeing it a little it's bit different than for that kind of crap it's mainly social media dude yeah. and all the girls the dance stuff all that stuff the girls are into the dance stuff i mean dude yeah honestly how many women are at metal shows versus at these rap concerts dancing on the floor? Yeah, but how many? Else? How many? Like, like two chains. I don't ever even heard the guy fucking playing around here. But that guy is filthy fucking rich. Yeah. And I, it's He's been in the weird. game for a while. But so. you know what? A lot of these guys think that they have a lot of money, and they say they have a lot of money, but do they yeah. really have all this money? Like or they're just girl. spending it right fucking now and not even having a. Shit. No, that's exactly what they're doing because they're all stupid. You know? They're all like blowing all this money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, speaking of stupid, no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I, I didn't mean this, Zet. Anyway, um, I guess um, we're going to talk about Exodus. They're going to do a, they're going to turn 40. <laughs> Exodus is going to turn 40 next year. Yep. That's crazy shit. But they're going to do a residency here in the Bay Area. And um, I guess um, Judas Priest just turned, they're going to turn 50. Oh next, next year they'll be 50. Next year they'll be 50. And they're, they're going to plan something as well. 
not together. I see. I thought they were going to be together. It sounded like together, but they're not going to be together. But anyway, um. Yeah, no, not two bands. They're not going to be together. No, but no, but they're, they're, they're both just because they're both. That's why the articles are. <clears throat> it's funny because hopefully everybody, including KK Downing, who left the band in 2011, will be there as well. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. KK know. ain't going to do shit. They're so pissed Meanwhile. off at KK. I, I, I don't yeah. understand how you could leave a band and then get pissed off at the band when they go on without you. And then when they need another guitar player and then they fucking come back and they don't ask you and then you make a big old stink about it. That is like, it's like me quitting Mosh Mag and then going and you getting sick, say. And then all of a sudden somebody else comes in for you. Oh, why didn't you ask me? Well, maybe because you quit and told everybody you're not coming back, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. But the, well, I, meanwhile, anyway, oh, with the Exodus thing, I think that um, I isn't it going to be just like what they just did? Like they had Rob uh, Dukes come out, and they have all these other people come out, and you know, have like a three-day well, so event kind of deal or three different events. So what he said is. Uh, so this is uh, Steve tells Noise Creep that they're planning residency in the Bay Area, which of course is their home surf. Right. Here's what he said: I think that we're going to do something in San Francisco next year. We're going to do a residency there, back at home for 40 years. We're talking about it right now. Maybe three or four nights at a certain place. We played there last year, two nights. We played there last year, two nights called the Chapel. Probably bring old members up, that sort of thing, and see what happens. It's it's in the talks. It's definitely in the works right now. So again, it would be interesting to see what old members actually show up for this thing. Rob Dukes, Rick Hunnell, and Paul Bo- Bostoff, dude, I have terrible names, are all, all ready to rejoin the group uh, live last year. The big get, of course, would be Metallica's Kirk Hammond, right. who pro- who pro- who provided a guest solo on the Exodus track Salt the Wound in 2014. As long as there's no hologram of that late Paul like Paul Bailoff, it should be a good time. Speaking of <laughs> I know, wow. Well this just kinda ramped right yeah, into our other one. Why don't we just go straight into so, that? Yeah, that's, that's so that's a trip. And um speaking of like holograms and things. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Dio hologram. I know. I guess that it's all back in the in the news that it Everyone thinks that this is a travesty to the whole Dio. Um, one of the go- old guys in the band said, uh, like, no, Dio would hate the shit out of what you're doing. And, yeah, they're just all pissed off about this. Well, whole, I agree. Like, I, I do, too. After seeing Dude, you know it, that's, and it's just like, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's exactly what Prince, that's why all those people in Detroit or whatever at the Super Bowl, was it? Was that where he started? Wherever. Um, uh, they were all pissed because, you know, Prince always said he didn't want that. And right. that Timberlake did the whole freaking Prince thing. Same thing with Ronnie, dude. I don't think that... I don't know, man. I don't say... I don't... I don't know, man. If I was a star, I don't think I'd want that either. No. That's just freaky. Yeah, just, just remember me weird not thing, man. trying yeah, to bring me back up. In a fucking glitchy hologram. Now you're just... Now it's corny. Right. You know, it's not... I mean, now your shit's kind of corny. It's no longer... I don't know, man. It's just fucking... Yeah, weird. and then, like, the same shit when they did with um, with Tupac. And they that's how it all started, really. Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah, and that company's out of the UK, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that was that was cool one-night thing, you know, kind of thing. Right. But don't, don't 
do a tour. I know then, you're gonna do a tour, and then your your wife is all about this shit. Does your yeah, wife well, need fucking money, or what's yeah, going that's on? Money grab. Well, now, but money now grab. look at now. Now we're gonna talk about the deal option. Yeah. Okay, exactly. So here goes that. Now, is this all a money grab uh, with the hologram and stuff? The deal auction thing is kind of weird. It's at uh, Julian Auctions. Um, they're auctioning off pretty much anything, everything, every and anything, which is yeah, it's a little different to me. Um, it, they have. I mean, they've got things like, if you guys remember this back in the day, um, there was a, uh, there was a place in Oakland called Malibu Grand Prix where you could race (laughs) cars and stuff. And the bigger cars were, um, the the bigger cars, you had to have, you had to be 16, you had to have a driver's license to drive them. And I always remember, oh man, once I get my license, I'm going to do that. Well, on, uh, on Dio's page, he actually... Um, at the auction, they have a Virage because that was the bigger cars, and the smaller cars were the Roadrunners. So the bigger <laughs> car was a Virage, and on there you can actually buy it, <laughs> buy his old Virage license, <laughs> uh, license for three hundred and fifty dollars. Or it's, it's on auction. It's on auction. It's right, on auction. Right. Yeah, it's got five bits so far, three hundred fifty. Oh my god! But I mean, stuff like that. And uh, honestly, I don't know. What did the kids and everybody get together? And they were just like, "It's." I, I see two sides of this. Either the kids and the wife and everybody got together and they're like, you know, we got to throw all this shit away. Or they're just like, you know, maybe we can get something for it. Or maybe they did the smart thing and they were like, you know what? Maybe this stuff would be best in, fa- in, in the, the fans', fans hands, hands. And not just us of, being greedy yes, about it. Just, yeah, yeah, just sitting around collecting dust in a garage. That's, so. yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for that. that. He just wants to share the wealth with everyone else and let... Because that's what yeah. that's what Ronnie was about. Ronnie was about yeah. everything, and it was all about his fans. And I hope that I hope that's it. Because it's it's just there's a bunch of weird stuff on here. I mean, like his old Hard Rock uh, American Express card, just, <laughs> just weird. A wallet with his cards in it. Oh my god! Like, like his Blue Cross card and that kind of oh stuff. I, I'm gonna go weird, order. Man. I'm gonna go on there. I gotta check this out because I gotta it, go on there and just, see. His passports on here, and it's funny because so anyway, if you guys do want to check this out, it's Julian's Auctions. You can check it out at um, we'll we'll post it up on uh, on Mosh Mag, uh on our Facebook too. I'll put a link up there, but it's Julian'sLive.com, and it's it's www.juliens.live.com, um, and then I guess you just do a search for Dio, and boom, it pulls them up. That's cool. Or you just scroll down because he's he's the top live auction right there, uh, thirty two sixteen property from the estate of Ronnie James. Dino. When does it end? Does it tell you? And the end it goes live 2018. So I believe you can bid up till that date, and then it closes on. So that's uh, September fourteenth, twenty eighteen wow. at ten a.m. That's a long time to have an auction. Yeah, yeah. that's a trip. Anyway, this place is pretty well, cool. I'm going to bookmark it because just for the hell of it, they've got all kinds of old school auctions on here. I'd like to stuff get something. Stuff from like Jerry Lewis and all kinds of stuff, man. It's a pretty cool site. Good. Very good. Okay, cool. Wow. You know what? It was kind of cool that we did it that way because you've noticed in yeah. our <laughs> as well. No, that's yeah, funny. that's a trip. Okay, um, what do we got next? We have, uh, I think it's the Metal Beer Fest in LA. Is that correct? Yeah, that's coming up with. Um, that is coming up. That's the testament thing we're talking right. about. You could win tickets to that by doing their form of cryptocurrency, which was piracy. That's right. um, if you buy enough piracy, piracy um, Bitcoin, um, the person who buys the most can win tickets to this 
uh, Metal Beer Fest, and it's in LA. All the bands have been announced now, it's official. Um, it looks like Testament's headlining December 1st, uh, with it'll be Godflesh, The Black Dahlia Murders, Power Trip, uh, oh my God. Hemus, and I can't read those other two. And then. Um, <laughs> Isn't that, no, no wait, the, isn't that the I, trip? Because that, that is exactly, back. it is exactly. That brings us back to that. Why have a logo you if can't you read? Can't I don't understand that, read. guys. I don't understand you guys in bands that, that have that shit. That is like, so that's a new age thing, dude. And then Trip to Con, Trip to Con, I believe is their name. Um, they'll be doing a special Celtic Frost set, Pig Destroyer, Y.O.B., uh, skeleton, skeletal remains, and net crop. They are all playing on Sunday, on Sa- Sunday the second. So go check that out. Today. It's it, down in LA. It was, you can look that it's up. It's a trip because you were talking about the the piracy. You know, Chuck yeah. Chuck Billy just today um, had a um, had a a piracy testament shirt. And oh, it had the hand up. You know, had the little. Yeah, you know, it was a really good shirt. I told him. I said, Hey, man, I want one of those. And hey, I just want to say uh, happy anniversary to Chuck Billy and Tiffany. Um, yeah, nice. I think they're like 29 years or something like that. Or, Damn. Yeah. Good I know something like that. I, I can't, I, I don't remember exactly, but it's been a while. I know it's been a little bit. But a happy anniversary to those those foods. Happy anniversary, guys. Yeah. yeah she's always been a sweetheart. Yeah, she. <laughs> there's been times where Chuck would just like ignore me and she would go. You know, you know how he is, Jay. You know how he is, Willard. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fans first. Yeah. Fucking family and friends fucking last. But anyway, it was kind of weird that we were even talking about it. That, too, that Chuck's new, uh, you know, his chief brand of vaporizers, you know, the one we're going to be doing interviews yes, and stuff the and chief. stuff. The chief. Um, made by Lord Vape. Yeah, Lord Vape. Yeah, actually, he made a, a story in MSN stock reviews news, and it talks about all his and how it's it's just a very interesting article. How it talks about um, they're talking about the money, and I, I'm trying to find it, and I just can't find it right now. Um, but it talks about how they were they 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 came up. And and how he kind of pushed forward with you know you know with marijuana going legal in California, and how how he's really making his his mark on on you know having his branded name for metal people, and they talk yeah. about rap being like you know a lot of rappers out there that were doing this and 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 having it for their fans. You know, like Snoop and, you know, and all these guys and Cheech and Chong and stuff like that. But then they started talking about, you know, there was never really a metal guy out there that was really pushing their stuff. And now Chuck is and now it's reaping the rewards. So congratulations on that. That's pretty kind of cool that he's on a a stock report thing now, you know. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Any metal. Sheesh, any metal at that. That's kind of cool. Okay, um, now we're going to go into... Hey, I have a band out here, and it's uh, it's called Saint Breakers. Saint Breakers are from Arizona. They've been around forever. I don't know the whole specs on how many years they've been out and all like that. But they are out here, and they are going to be having, on September 1st, at the Yucca Tap Room. And they're going to have their tour kickoff, and they're going to have their new EP that's going to be released. It's uh, Cruel Humanity EP. 
and they're going to be playing there. They're also going to be going out on tour, which is really cool because they're going to be going to Tempe, uh, 9-2, they're going to be in Albuquerque, in Mexico, 9-3, Dallas, Texas, Nashville, um, New Orleans, Houston, Austin, El Paso, Tucson, and Mesa. So if you guys are even in any of those cities, check it out. These guys are Saint Breakers. And we have a song from these guys that they're letting us play. I don't even think anybody's ever heard this, but you know what? Why not? Let's do it, okay? Let's do it. These guys are Saint Breakers. I know. This is kind of really cool. Yeah. And, uh, God, let me get this. What was the MTV thing? Oh, remember they used to do yeah. that? World premiere video. No, we need music. We need music. I know. We're, I got yeah, the board. Cool shit in the background. This is uh, yeah. Extinction Event by St. Breaker. Check it, listen. breaker that's extinction what is it extinction event um Not i just bad. wanted to tell you that this september 1st show to the yucca tap room that's a free show 21 years and up and it starts at 8 p.m i oh, i know free show it's like hey and dude there's like five other bands that like we said i like i can't read their <laughs> but at least i can read saint breaker that's kind of cool yeah, and dude yeah. if you guys get over check it out the cruel, cruel humanity the ep their cover art is absolutely, it's pretty badass. It's really cool. I'll have to put that on uh, on uh, Facebook here. Per, I mean, uh, on our Mosh Mag Facebook and all that stuff. It's really good shit. So anyway, thanks guys for letting us play that. And uh, really good shit, man. I can't wait to hear the rest. And uh, I will be getting my free copy, motherfuckers. Right? Shit. 
<laughs> it's always about getting free shit. You know what? Why is it about free shit that gets the people? No. I mean, like, because it's free. You know, like when you you go see someone and they're handing out stupid shit, and their people are breaking people's hands to get free crap, and yeah. you're like, you got it. It's it's nothing, fucking. Or the people that go and like at Costco and they got have free fucking shit, and they act like it's they're so cool about doing it, but they don't they really know that they look like shit when they're trying to go around for the fourth time to get a little fucking quarter into your hot new hot dog that's out, you know, and shit like that. So, right, right, yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Free fucking shit, man. Just buy the fucking thing. I almost want to do that sometimes. Like, they get so backed up. I just want to buy, like, 20 packs of shit and go, here, now move along. Get the fuck out. Now go take this home and eat it your fucking self. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, there's another band. Um, it's so weird that uh, thanks Jennifer and Troy for letting me know this, and I didn't even know this, but um, Bleeding Through. Um, Phil Demo's wife, Marta, is in this band, and, and it's a badass band, and they're going to be playing the Nile here in August 25th in Mesa, Arizona. So any you fools out there want to come by and see that show, that's going to be a badass show. I love, I, dude, I love this fucking place. And it's so weird that they're coming here and playing. That's the same exact place where Machine Head opened up their last tour. And that was, what, a year ago almost? You know, and they, well, they played that same venue and stuff like that. The same venue. So that is it. I think we are done. I think that's, that's how... That's how shitty the fucking the world of metal was this this uh, last week, and uh, I think this is a short week for us, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've only had a few days to really you know get things together, and we 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 talked about stupid shit and some good shit too. So eh, whatever, whatever ever. Yeah. So um, why don't you run down all the numbers, man? There you go. All right. Oh, well, you know what? Um, also, did you want to throw out there? Uh, who else is coming to town out here in oh. California? We got Slayer uh, on 826 there at the SAP Center in San Jose. Go out and check them out. That's, um, I believe that is their last uh, American, American tour here yeah. before they bounce and go overseas for their uh, last repentance tour. Um, and right after that, at the Shoreline in Mountain View, you can catch Ozzy on 106. Uh, it's Ozzy and Friends, it's called. I don't know what that means. I don't know exactly who's <laughs> playing with him. This is kind of scary. Ozzy I guess he's just calling friends. people. I'll be in town, mate, yeah. on this day. Come on by and play. And then the big show out here, uh, the big uh, festival for the summer, uh, end of the summer wrap up, is going to be the Aftershock show. Yeah. Um, look that one up, you guys. It's Monster Aftershock. It's at Discovery Park in Sacramento. Two-day festival. Huge headliners. Uh, great, great, great show. System of a Down. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, System of a Down's headlining on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday. Deftones is headlining one night. Uh, Godsmack. A bunch of other bands will be there. It, it's it's a good show. Uh, go check that out if you can. And uh, that should wrap that up. That's in Sacramento. And, um, yeah, that's about it for the show tonight, you guys. Uh, anything else you got going, Mark? No. That's all I got here, man. There ain't shit going on until it gets the weather gets no. nice around here. So, we, yeah, we're still baking here. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's episode 25, guys. Thank you very much. Check it out. You can always hit us up at www.moshmag.com. You can Google Mosh Mag. Uh, at Google, you'll find all of our stuff. You can hit us up on the Facebook. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Instagram and Twitter, we are Mosh underscore Mag. Um, pretty much now you can hit us on any digital media, uh, Spotify, anywhere. Take a listen. And all you guys out there, guys and girls, please smash the like button. Yes, please. Um, Thank you. Like our post. Uh, smash the like. Uh, follow us on all media. If you can, it'd be great. It just helps us out in the long yes, run. Yes, it does. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you all, and we'll speak to you all later. Peace. Peace.